Welcome to the Gathered Truths Podcast. My name is Jen Yaki. Join me as we create this sacred container for discovery and healing. A place where you are invited to safely inquire, contemplate, and explore the paths of wellness, awareness, and truth. Together we will listen, breathe, learn, and grow so that we can show up for ourselves, our families, and our communities. Welcome to Gathered Truths. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode two of the Gathered Truths podcast. Again, I'm so happy that you are here and that I am able to be here and do this today. It is July 7th, and taking some time to reflect this weekend on freedom as our country celebrated its birthday on July 4th. It's always a time for me to reflect on my own personal freedom, where I feel the most free, where am I feeling stuck, where I want to feel more free in my life. And so maybe that resonates with you. Maybe right now you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, I feel super free when I'm at work. Or I feel super free when I am creating that thing. Or I feel super free when I am parenting, perhaps. Then there are other places that you're feeling restricted, constricted, overwhelmed. And you're in that place where you're just living, participating by default, not even thinking anymore, just doing the next thing, taking the next step. And, um, you know, I know how that feels. It feels not so great. Sometimes freedom comes from when we just acknowledge that we are feeling stuck. So sometimes there isn't any more action to, um, recognizing or there isn't much more action needed to be taken when we're talking about personal freedom other than the attention to or the awareness of oh I'm not free I feel stuck here this doesn't feel right so one of the things that I like to do always is to write and I usually take a piece of paper and I divide it up So one side I'll write down in this instance, where do I feel free? And then the other side, where do I not feel free? And what I love about that is it just puts all of the things that are bouncing around in my head onto paper so that they are no longer bouncing around. And sometimes just doing that, that creates freedom where I feel pretty good that at least I can see all the things that I think are important 
and bouncing around in my head. Now they are on paper and sometimes they lose significance. So my experience, not only with myself, but with clients is when we try to rationalize, find solution, fix in our heads, the problems that are in our heads, they seem to be sometimes insurmountable. And sometimes they get really big and really um, overwhelming when I just stay in that space of overanalyzation and overthinking. But when I get that thought, that thing that's stuck in my craw, when I get it on paper, I go, oh, it's really not that big of a deal. Or, oh, that's interesting. I don't have to do anything about that at the moment. So a couple of things have happened just in the last week where freedom for me has been to not do anything. So, and that is a choice. It wasn't, um, I'm not doing anything because I'm not making that choice. I've just made a choice not to do anything. So one of those things was that I got a voicemail from somebody that uh, needed something, wanted something, and I really wasn't too sure about it. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I had all the information. Um, I wasn't sure how I felt about the request. And so I decided I would just sit with it for a bit until I had some time to think about, well, how do I really feel about that? And is that something that I want to invite into my life? Is that something I want to explore? Um, and I think that for many of us, we are inundated with emails and texts, requests from our children's schools, from our partners, from our bosses, from our parents, perhaps, that it's almost we get in this place where we want to respond quickly in order to get it off the list. Like, okay, I handled that. And I have found trial and error and over time that freedom, autonomy, sovereignty, um, peace within myself comes from that space of waiting and then truly deciding how I want to respond rather than just quickly responding and perhaps not um, giving it enough thought that I end up doing or saying something that I didn't want to do or say. So I am a lover of quotes and I was doing some research for today's podcast and freedom. And I love um, this quote by Kilroy Oldster. And it um, goes like this. Human beings possess the gift of personal freedom 
and liberty of mind. We each possess the sovereignty over the body and mind to define ourselves and embrace the values that we wish to exemplify. Personal autonomy enables humans to take independent action and use reason to establish moral values. We are part of nature, consciousness, human cognition, and awareness of our own mortality allow us to script an independent survival reality and not merely react to environmental forces. And I love that remembrance that, you know, causes and conditions are sometimes, at least for me, they have been in the past, excuses for my reactions, my behaviors, my responses to things. And what I have come to know is that space, pausing, allows me more freedom. And as we talked about, or I talked about in the last podcast, and I'm sure I'll bring it up again, is that this especially is true for me um, when I'm planning out my week or my month um, as things ramp up, as summer gets busier and my son has more activities. And even when the school year is in full swing and he has more activities, if I'm not careful, I feel as if my freedom has been stripped. And more often than not, it's because I have not taken the time to take a look at the calendar or pause before I answer a request. So one of my favorite phrases that one of my coaches gave me was when I was asked to do something, participate in something was, that sounds amazing. Thank you so much for asking me to participate in X. Let me take a look at my calendar and I will get back to you. And that just gives me space to do that to get home, to get settled, get the groceries away, the dogs fed, um, the family fed, and then take some time and decide if that's something that I can do, that I can be 100% present for. So I've told this story a couple of times, and I apologize if you are hearing it again. So... In the last couple of years, I have coached my son's soccer team. And the summer before he was playing soccer, so he started in September, I was having this this kind of personal epiphany, personal growth happening. And so this living by intention rather than default to being mindful of what I'm saying yes to. And so I was not only teaching classes around this but I was also practicing it myself and um, one of the moms from the previous year had texted me and said are you coaching again and my knee-jerk reaction was no not this year and then the response was well we'd really love you to and there's five or six boys that want to be on the team and etc etc and so without sitting with it without taking a moment, without consulting the rest of my family, I said, I will do it. 
and every I love those boys I mean I had the most amazing time they were just a joy to coach and it was an amazing lovely season but every time I went to a game on a Saturday morning my first reaction was like why did I say yes to this and it was mostly when I got pushback from a parent or another parent on another team had something not nice to say and I was like why am I putting myself through this oh yeah I remember why because I did not pause in between somebody asking me and then looking at my calendar so if that is you and you've had those experiences hopefully you can take that tool the one where you say hey thanks so much for thinking of me I would love to participate. It sounds amazing, but let me get in front of my calendar and I will get back to you soon or I'll get back to you in 24 hours, whatever it may be. But again, there is a lot of freedom in that. So as we wrap up and we have a bit of a guided meditation I would invite you maybe after the podcast or after the meditation to maybe get a piece of paper out and put a line through the center of the paper and write down on the left side where you feel most free and on the right side where you don't feel as free. And then maybe on the other side you write down how can I cultivate more freedom and again remembering that awareness is just the first step and perhaps that's where you stop that you're just going to be aware of where you feel free and where you don't just because we practice awareness we practice presence sometimes the next step is tough perhaps the place that we don't feel free We've been in that space for decades and to unwind that takes time. It takes effort. It takes vulnerability and bravery. And today might not be the day that you have that and that's okay. But as my friend Aaron has reminded me, there are things that we pretend not to know. And when we bring those things to the forefront, when we write those things down, the scary things that make us think, oh my gosh, this is now real because I've put it on paper, that's the biggest step. It really is bringing it to the piece of paper and out of your head. No longer letting it rent space, take up space in your brain. And then maybe tomorrow you wake up and you want to do something about it. You want to investigate. Become your own little detective of how you can make that place that you do not feel free, more free. So, coming to a upright seat. And just sitting tall enough where your spine 
and your brain are alert. I'm just taking a moment to notice your breath. Maybe you notice it because you feel the air going in through the nose and out through the nose. Maybe you notice it because your body is rising and falling. And then moving the shoulders away from the ears, placing your hands gently in the lap. And softening the face and the jaw by separating your teeth. And then becoming aware of all of the sounds that are around you, remembering that meditation and mindfulness is being aware of all of your senses in the present moment without judgment or opinion, just letting it be, noticing, observing. And then if it feels right to you, placing your right hand on your heart center and your left hand on top of that and relaxing your elbows toward the sides of your torso. And picture the place in your mind where you feel the most free. Is it in your home or at the beach? Maybe it's your favorite walking trail in the mountains. It might even be at the office. And just notice how that feels in your body while you are picturing that place. Noticing what freedom feels like in your body. Maybe you notice that there is a bit of a smile on your face. The corners of your lips are turned up. Maybe you notice that there are some emotions or feelings present. What are those? And then maybe you notice that there are some thoughts present about this space that you feel most free.
And when you take a look around at the space that you're imagining, and you're noticing all of your senses, perhaps there are some things there that you can bring to the place where you feel less free. Maybe those are smells or ideas. Maybe there's a favorite food there that you can bring to the space where you feel less free. Maybe there's a vibe or an energy there that you want to bring back. And in your imagination, collect those things that you love about this place that you feel most free. And put them in your pockets. Even if they're big, they can fit. And then taking a breath in through your nose and an exhale through the mouth. Take one more look around at your place of freedom. Notice again the smile on your face, how still and calm your body feels, how spacious your mind feels. And then taking your time to blink your eyelids open if you chose to close them and reacquainting yourself with the light in the space that you're in. And take a few minutes to be still, and then maybe a few more to write your thoughts. And thank you very much for joining me today on this pilgrimage to freedom. May you be at peace. May you be at ease. And may you be free.